What's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to episode 1055 of Ask Pat 2.0. What you're about to listen to is a coaching call between myself and an entrepreneur like you. And we go over the entrepreneur's specific issues, problems, pains, and I dig in and I try to figure out how to help. And hopefully I can help you too along the way. And today we're gonna be talking with Leah Pika from leahpika.com. She is a data storytelling expert. She helps take numbers and data and turns them into things that are actually useful and inspirational and applicable for businesses and presentations and all those sorts of things. It's it's a really amazing thing and a very great talent to have. And she is under trying to figure out like how to take her business to the next level. You'll hear where she's at and what she needs help with help with. And I'm gonna give her and you a very clear, quick resource that you can use to that can exponent like it can literally change the course of your business and it is in my conversations with business owners over the last couple of years probably the answer for a lot of many people's problems so make sure you stick around and listen all the way through awesome now let's just dive right in here's the conversation with leah i'm excited to introduce her to you and let's get started hey leah welcome back to ask pat uh ask pat 2.0 this time how are you I'm amazing. Thank you so much for having me, Pat. Yeah, absolutely. And having you back because you were on episode 347. And what some people might not even know is the first 1000 episodes were voicemail questions that came in and it was my answer and that was it. Now we get to have like a real conversation, which I'm really excited about. So for everybody who doesn't know you or hasn't listened to episode 347 yet, um, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure thing. So I am the voice behind a site called leapika.com. I am a digital marketer and analyst turned data storytelling evangelist. And I train and teach and podcast all about the art and science of presenting data so that your audience doesn't fall asleep. And they might actually be inspired to take action. And it uh, helps my practitioners create credibility for themselves in their organizations and helps organizations capitalize on the investment they make in understanding what's happening in their digital experiences. I love that. Is there a specific type of client or person that you have as your avatar or is it kind of just anybody and all kinds of data? Right. So my avatar is someone who works with digital marketing or analytics data. So we build these websites and they create volumes and social media experiences and they create volumes of data that require a really nifty set of skills to go in and understand fundamental questions about whether those experiences are achieving the business objectives for an organization. Mm. So the avatar might be a digital analyst inside of a company like Starwood, understanding how bookings are going on the site. Or it might be a conversion rate optimization specialist who is helping Fortune 500 brands with their landing page sales. It could also be search marketers. It could be um, marketers themselves that uh, deal with digital campaigns, but the key is that I've niched down to anyone working with a digital experience. Love it. Thank you. And in your experience, before we got kind of dive into how I can help you um, with all the data in that particular realm, which is obviously of interest to me that you've analyzed Mm -hmm. and sort of what are the biggest uh, problems that businesses are having related to data? Like what should they be looking at and learning about that they are not? 
Oh, Pat, this is the question I seek to answer. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's different for every company, right? But you nailed uh, it. Well, it is the questions are going to be different, but the act of asking the question is the common element that the common starting point I recommend everyone does. And this is whether it's the analyst or the stakeholder receiving the information. It's are you starting with an actual question? What is important to you? What would make the company successful this quarter? What are the biggest challenges holding you back in keeping your customers happy and keeping them from leaving? Uh, Oftentimes what I find happens is that in organizations, the Internet is like a fun plaything, and we launch a website and people want to know how many visits did we get? But they kind of tend to lose sight. Like that's a fun little (laughs) gamification angle. Mm -hmm. But people can really lose sight of is this experience that we spend all this money building actually moving our company forward? And what are the indicators that and pulse checks that we're going to use to make sure it's keeping it up its end of the bargain, essentially? Love it. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. And I just want to have a full conversation all about that. But this is about you. And <laughs> <Time> so and <laughs> um, what's on your mind? Oh, so a lot uh, as an entrepreneur, I'm sure you know. So if I had to boil it down, I started my training workshop practice a few years ago with a podcast and blog, and I always had a bit of a safety net um, in terms of like a side job. So this was the first year or last year was the first year that I really went solo. And I said, this is where I'm going to reap what I sow. I'm not going to rely on a safety net. And I really want to start treating this like a business and not like a paid hobby. So with I've been really blessed to have a number of high profile speaking engagements in my industry. And I would say that I have a really nice brand going. I love what I do. And every day I still feel like even though I'm scrambling to get all this work done, I'm still playing small. And I have this feeling it's because I'm not producing work in a really organized fashion and there isn't a clear structure to what I'm doing every day, to how I'm working with some of my resources. So (laughs) I realized I make a terrible employee, which is why I think entrepreneurship is great for me, Mm -hmm. but I don't have that accountability the way I'd have a boss typically for giving me direction on getting the things done that are most important. So I hate reinventing the wheel, and I look to people like you the best at what they're doing, but I'd really love to get more insight into having an organizational structure when your business is really starting to reach a tipping point. Yeah, I mean, tell me, how many people are working with you in your business right now? Well, it's it really varies. So I have about 10 speaking engagements per year and then between 6 to 12 workshops per year. And I'm also on the verge of launching a virtual web class so that I can get my content to a much wider audience than just individual companies who would hire me for a private workshop. So it could really range, you know, it it could range between like 25 subjects in a year to many, many more if I'm able to get this web class off the ground and market it correctly, which is another topic. So, but that's kind of my scope right now. Gotcha. And then in terms of the people that are, that you employ or that are partners or that, that you work with for your business, is it, is it just you or do you have other people on your team? I have a couple of resources. So I have one 
main virtual assistant who is so amazing. And I'm cognizant that as I'm getting better at wanting to delegate, which is very challenging for me, I'm also cognizant that I might be overwhelming her and I don't want to take her out of her zones of genius. Mm -hmm. And I have another person that I'm trying to establish a sort of more personal assistant role, but I'm having a little bit of trouble kind of really getting into a a well-oiled machine position with that. And I'm afraid that I'm falling into kind of that super VA trap. And that's one of the questions I was going to have for you is, how do you evaluate what your ideal team structure would look like when another resource makes sense, essentially? Right. And this is a fantastic question. And you're at a point in business now where if you were to just continue the way you are doing things, either things are just not going to get done that you want to do. You being a visionary in your, mm-hmm. in your, in your brand, you are the idea person. You are the, let's go get this done. And without thought of, and this is okay, this is the type of people you and I are. We, yeah. we don't think about the all, all the details and, 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 and the, the roadmap and the scheduling and all this, the little dirty details that we just don't want to think about because it's not in our <laughs> DNA, right? It's not fun. We are relationship <laughs> people. We are the people yeah. who are on camera, who are like if you were to watch the news and you see somebody on camera, then I mean, that's you are known for that person, right. for being that person. But however, if you were to zoom in on that person's ear, you would notice that there's a little bit of a like a little earpiece and there's a person in the back room who's actually directing most of what's going on, mm. what, what shots are there, what segments are about to happen, and keeping that news person that everybody sees on schedule. And of course. Do you have a person like that that is helping you support <laughs> with the scheduling and accountability, or are these team members that you have, like the, the VAs, they're, they're essentially doing work that you delegate but not essentially delegating you? So I think you're hitting on my struggle. So – I thought that by having accountability to my VAs, that would keep me relatively on track. But that that dynamic right now isn't falling into place the way I'd hoped. Mm-hmm. In terms of coaching, I worked with a couple of coaching programs. So I worked with the Video Fruit Elite team um, over at Brian Harris's group, got some great stuff there, but it didn't continue. And now I've joined Grant Baldwin's Speaker Lab, which has propelled me in terms of systematizing my speaking business. Mm-hmm. But I think what you're talking about, this is something I was pondering where I Googled rent a boss, <laughs> which sounds ridiculous, but I found a company, I don't know that they're taking new customers, but I found a company called Boss as a Service, and they seem to describe exactly what people like me need, where there is someone who takes our goals and our objectives, and they hold us accountable to them, possible with like financial punishment if you don't Mm. finish it. So I don't know, I've just been pondering all these different options, but I don't know if the simplest answer is just a business coach. And I guess I don't know where to start there. So no, because, you. you know, a, bus- a business coach would be somebody who is more like an advisor, right? They okay. are going to have conversations like I'm having with you now, which are, here's what's working. Tell me what's going on. And here are my suggestions. Got um, it. You need a integrator. Have you, heard, have, have you heard of that term recently? Integrator? Integrator. I mean, I use integrate, but never in that context. This is like, these kinds of people have been around for a while, but for whatever reason, the, the, the hot keyword nowadays is called an integrator. And there's a wow. book that was recently published called Rocket Fuel, which I would <laughs> highly recommend because okay. when you read this, the first chapter is like, 
okay, let's see what kind of person you are. Are you a visionary or are you an integrator? And when you read the visionary part, you're going to be like, this is totally me. These are totally (laughs) my superpowers, but also these are totally my weaknesses. Right. And this book is for people like you who are at this point in their business where Mm -hmm. you've done all the work to get it to where you're at yourself. You've hired a few people to help you along the way, but now you need the, the person to be that earbud in your ear to kind of direct the big visions that you have in your business and to lay out the roadmap for that and be an honest sort of uh, approach to that versus it, 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 it versus you are just like me Leah. like it, <laughs> in, in 2013 my head was going crazy I was getting overwhelmed I had all these big yeah. plans no idea how to do them because it's not in my DNA to get into that that detail so right. I found Matt who is my my integrator also known as an OBM which is an online business manager sometimes also known as a project manager who right. then is the person who will talk to your VAs who takes care of the, the the communications with them, who puts out fires before you even know they exist. You can then remain as the person who is going to conferences and speaking, who is building those relationships with other people, who is the big idea thinker and the integrator is the, okay, that's what you want to do. Let me lay out a plan for how we're going to do it and I'll tell you what our constraints are and how much it's going to cost and to me, it was. I was like, there are people actually out there in this world who like that. <laughs> You're blowing my mind right now, Pat. I had no idea this <laughs> even existed. Yes, it does. And so, uh, Rocket Fuels the book, and wow. this has been something that over the last year I've just noticed in conversations with many um, up and coming business owners and, and entrepreneurs. It's just that's that's the answer, and that's that's what they need. And um, I have a couple students of mine, Azul and Steve, who are in my accelerator program, who just recently hired their first integrator. And wow. it was a scary thing because, number one, having do having done business all on your own for so long, it's a very scary thing to hand off a lot of those important decisions to somebody else, number <laughs> one. And I don't know if you're like me. I'm just like, but this is my baby. I don't trust anybody with it. I'm like white knuckle right now even thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and you can work on this in, in – it doesn't have to be like a full-fledged, okay. Yeah. Here's everything go. It could be okay. Here's the first project I want to run. I want to I want to run this web class. This is how much I, this is this is how we're going to do it. How I want it done. And now you help me put it together. Wow. Can you imagine like what it would be like <laughs> to have that conversation? And then this person then lays out the plan and then comes back to you, Leah, and goes, "Okay, we got it laid out. It's we, it's going to take maybe two and a half months. And if you want this launch date that you said, we could push that back if you want, but." By these dates, I need these this number of videos from you. I need you to make a decision on which um, web platform that we're going to use for our classes. Here are three that I found. And oh here's my, my top recommendation. <laughs> um, are you able to meet? You know, are can I trust you to film these videos by this time? And then I'll have it integrated in, or I'll have I'll have the VA put it into the course for us. Um, that's the kind of work that they do. I mean. I- like I'm, I'm feeling like crazy electricity going through my body because I, I'm feeling like this wave of relief that these were all decisions that, you know, I'm a technical person as an analyst. So sometimes I like messing around with webinar jam and, but other times I'm like, this is not what I should be spending my time on. I need to be getting more posts out. I need to be doing more lives. Yeah, getting and on stage. And stuff, so. Yes, exactly. So this is really <laughs> blowing my mind for sure and, and this book will tell you like 
how to find an integrator, what their qualities are, how to work with them because it's 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 tough. I mean, they're often called the bear of bad mm-hmm. news, the integrators <laughs> to sure. us entrepreneurs, which Matt is that to me a lot. But more so, not a bear of bad news like, oh, we had a launch and it failed, but more so, Pat, we can't do that in this oh, amount of time. There's no way we could do that. Got or it. We, we, we're going to have to spend a lot more money than you think. Here's the real truth behind this. Mm, they're and the realist. They're which, the realist, yes. Which us optimistic. I'm like a realistic entrepreneur, but even I get caught up in my ideals. And that grounding, I think, could be so invaluable. Right. So and, I, and like I said, oh, you, you, you could work with them on a small project first or mm. at least help you determine what the plan might be just to see if there's a good fit. And then you can execute with that person, too. So maybe the book details this, but it might be valuable for people to hear. Was there an appropriate tipping point that it helped you find where you said like, because I'm, I'm spending money on building funnels and launching this class and my VAs. And of course I, it's not nearly as much as what I'm earning (laughs) that wouldn't work, but I am cognizant of how much I'm spending with regards to earning And was there was there an opportunity cost point that made sense for you? It was it was less related to money and more related to time. Uh, okay. And for me, a lot of the work that I was doing back in 2013 to uh, get certain course work and other things together, I was just like, this is a complete waste of my time. I know I need to do it, <laughs> but I shouldn't be doing this anymore. I'm I I I am not where I was in 2008 as the solo scrappy entrepreneur. I have to grow right. up now. Yes, that's what I want this to do. I want this business to grow up. Right. And, and I think that um, if you perhaps you don't want to spend money right now on an integrator, you have things in place that are helping to supplement what an integrator might cost, in which case it might mean removing a lot of the projects that you have in front of you and focusing on the one that you know is going to work mm. or is that, that you have the most energy for which may very well be the the web class, but it could be these workshops, you know, you could, even, yeah. you know, have the workshops uh, be something that supplements that or, or right. what have you. But um, I, I really do think that you're at that point in business where an integrator or somebody like that can would make sense. And you don't have to hire them full time. They could also be contracted for a period of time and, you know, they can they can at least lay out the plan and the roadmap for you to then execute if you did, if, if you just wanted to work with them on a minimal basis. So um we're, we we aren't super human, right? And, and, and we have we have our own special DNA that, yeah. in order for a business at this level now, just doesn't support just our DNA. We need the DNA of others that are in the weeds in the day to day, who enjoy the day to day, and and those kinds of things. Um, and that that's the answer. That's exactly what you need. Pat, I'm so glad that you're saying this because I have to admit when I've looked at other entrepreneurs like you or Grant or John Lee Dumas, um, I'm sure there are folks out there with more discipline than I've been able to instill into my business. And I'm sure there are less. And for me, I've always compared myself to myself to the ones that seem to just be these machines that never stop where the day is penciled out in this militant fashion and and there's not a a beat ever missed. And I've really been hard on myself because I have just felt like maybe there was a severe quality lacking in that because I just want to write and speak Mm -hmm. all day uh, and connect with my audience. So build for that. I mean, I, I would I would take a bird's eye perspective on your business and go, what would it take for me to just do those things? Maybe I won't get there right away. 
But right. how can I at least put myself in a direction to go there? And wow. and first of all, none of us are machines, except maybe, <laughs> maybe John Lee Dumas is. Maybe. Maybe he is. And he he does come from a military background. Right. So he has that sort of work ethic. But uh, I know I don't. And I definitely wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing, creating what I'm creating, publishing what I'm publishing without without Matt and, and then the team that wow. he has actually helped to influence that we hire. Um, because when I mm-hmm. have new projects, for example, a new podcast, uh, I go to him and I go, all right, I want to have this new podcast called Ask Pat come out. And he tells me straight up, there's no way we can do this unless we hire somebody to help. Oh, wow. And then I hired uh, somebody to help and it blew up and it did very well. And so um, he like they're able to see things we can't because we are way too in the clouds, which is good. We're in the clouds. We're reaching high. But um, but we need that other person on the ground. And we're level. so emotionally close to our own. Oh, yeah. That vision. <laughs> it's our for baby. sure. For sure. But it's but it's also great when you can find somebody who does that kind of work for you, who also believes in the mission who also uh, like believes in what you do versus like just like a typically VAs will be just like, okay, you tell me what to do. I'll do it. I really have no emotional connection to what, to what you're doing. Um, Right. And I think I've been lucky in that my VA is uniquely very passionate about what I do. Oh, that's That's awesome. Which that, that makes us really aligned. And she's still in that role of taking on work that I'm requesting. It's, but what you're talking about is like, what I'm hoping is that it would help enforce a really defined structure day to day that I can eventually get into a groove the way I did when I was working for corporate for 12 years. That was a groove that I kind of lost when I went solo. Mm. Yeah, let's so, get back there. Yeah, almost. <laughs> <laughs> How, are you feeling at, How are you feeling after all this? Pat, I, I feel like this was the answer I was looking for. <laughs> Cool. can't believe it was that easy. <laughs> well, Rock, Rocket Fuel is on Audible, and it is um, a pretty short listen. It's four hours, and I listen on one and a half speed, so it could be even less. And just in a day, you'll have kind of the, more of the info related to that that you might need. That's incredible. Game-changing. Well, well uh, where can people go to find out more about you and all the great things you have going on, Leah? Sure. So my main website is leahpika.com. But if you'd like to catch my podcast, I'm at leahpika.com slash podcast. It's called the Present Beyond Measure Show. And I have a presence on LinkedIn and Twitter. I'm always at L-E-A-P-I-C-A. Very easy to find. L-E-A-P-I-C-A. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you, Leah. Appreciate you. Good luck. And we'll connect soon and perhaps have you back on to tell us how everything goes. Sure. And would it be possible for me to say something really quick in closing? Yes. And obviously I can always edit it out if it's bad, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We'll keep it in. Never mind. I trust you. I trust you. (laughs) No, I mean, I just want to take a minute to say, Pat, you know, I want to speak for the hundred of thousands or even millions of people that your work has touched. I, I know that you receive accolades pretty much everywhere you go, but I don't know that you realize that you help people create their dreams and bring them to life. And the way you do it is from such a sincere place of service. And that's something I'm really in awe of and I want to emulate. So on behalf of all of us, I want to thank you so much, Pat. Thank you, Leah. That's, man, before I cry, just thank you. You're amazing. (laughs) Uh, I appreciate that. I'm I'm here to serve. So um, the world always has this amazing way of paying me back for being as helpful as I can. So I'm just going to continue to do that. That's well said. Thank you, Leah. I appreciate you. Take care. Of course. You too. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation 
with Leah. You can find her again at Leah, L-E-A, Pika, P-I-C-A, L-E-A-P-I-C-A dot com. And again, that tool and resource, the book that I mentioned, which uh, I just actually refinished listening to or refinished, I finished re-listening to, sorry, uh, is called Rocket Fuel. You got to check it out, Rocket Fuel. We'll have links in the show notes. You can also go to askpat.com slash rocketfuel if you'd like to check that out through my affiliate link. So I do get a commission if you go through that, if you buy through Amazon. And um, just want to wish you all the best of luck. And Leah, again, thank you so much for your time and your authenticity and for what you do. You are a unique person in the world of uh, business who can take a lot of this data that we come up with or have or have access to and turn it into something useful and exciting Uh, That especially speaks to analysts and marketers and such. So thank you so much for that. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate you, Team Flynn. You're amazing. And if you want to have your chance at getting featured here on the show, just like Leah today, and have me coach you through a process and answer questions for you, um, let's make it happen. It can only happen if you apply through askpat.com. There's an application button there. And unfortunately, I cannot pick everybody, but obviously, I won't pick you if you don't actually give yourself a chance. So askpat.com. Put in your application there. I may select you. I'll reach out to you uh, when it makes sense, if it makes sense. And um, we'll just take it from there. So again, Team Flynn, you're amazing. Thank you. Until the next episode, just keep crushing it. I appreciate you. Team Flynn for the win. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.